We are coming to you with the unspoken words. This is a Red Road Perspective. With humility, experience, reflection, and that unique style of indigenous humor, we discuss the issues that affect our mind, body, spirit, and emotional well-being as natives in recovery. Wobriety. Community, accountability, transparency, and service work. Uh, hope. Hey, Unspoken words, episode seventy in the house. Seven zero, the Dennis Rodman episode when he was with the Mavericks, baby. Mark Cuban, baby. Delonte West, baby. LeBron stepped Don't even have a connection. I know. That's why I was confused. Where are you going with that? <laughs> no, I just the saying, I remember uh, Mark Cuban <clears throat> paid for his uh, rehab. Yeah, got him, got him there. Yeah, paid got him off the street and paid for his rehab. He what relapsed. He relapsed, but then uh, he's sober again. All right, all right. Yeah, shout out to LeBron's stepdaddy, Mister Delante West. Yeah. Keep yeah. moving forward. Third cousin removed to Kanye. Yeah, yeah, is it? I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> they all crazy. You they're they're West. West they're from the same family. They're West. <laughs> they're Wests. Wests. <laughs> Shout out to the worm, the chairman of the board, Dennis Rodman. When he was in Dallas, like this is how crazy. Like most of us remember him from '73, right? Yeah, like it was crazy. Like none of us really remembered him from '70. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, did, I forgot he even played for the Mavericks. Yeah, but it was like a short stint, wasn't it? Yeah, and then he went to the Lakers after that. Yeah, didn't he? something like that. But hey, what was that? What was that thing you brought up about, um, Mister uh, JCB, about uh, the barn? Why he used seventy? Remember you showed us that thing? Oh, was it you that showed us? Oh, I took a screenshot of it. Yeah, well, it, he he wanted to use sixty nine, but they wouldn't let him. Oh yeah, so he yeah. just went with seventy. That's but all his other numbers, they all add up to 10. But 69 doesn't add up to 10. Uh, true that. Oh, yeah. 91, 73. Yeah. Then when he was with the Pistons, he was 10. Yeah, and then uh, okay. Spurs, he was 10, too. Okay. 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 So there is a method to his madness. Okay, over here to is. my left, all the way from LG to Pod, Gotti Randy B. Say, what's up? Yo, yo. And all the way to my right... From Arrow Creek, your favorite Indian, JCB said, what's up? Hi. And you know me. Uh, who am I? Mo Hugs, not drugs. We know you. Do you know <laughs> From you? From Arrow Creek. Eha. Eha. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> so we got some basketball going on. Um, early game today for the LG. Algerian Indians. 
Yes, sir. And how that how was it? How was it in person? It was, I watched it on online, but how was it in person? It was pretty fun, man. It was like I was just amazed, like at how good these kids are. You know what I mean? Like when they're clicking on all cylinders. Yep. Yep. Like it was. It was smooth. It was man. They're classy. They got sportsmanship. Like man, it's awesome. It was. It was good to see, man. They're clicking on all cylinders, and I think like what like for me at the end, seeing like all players score. Yeah. Like, there's a couple young men, you know, my cousin, his son, um, he he was one of them, and, and he took about three shots before he made that one, and just the crowd, like, erupt. Ah, like, dude, man, yeah, like, yeah. that's that's made it fun. But it is such a classy group of individuals, man. They're awesomely coached, man, awesomely, like, they're disciplined. They're freaking good young gentlemen. It, it's awesome to see them operate at that high level. Yeah, that was pretty cool. It's a good game, good Nice, uh, spank the jolly at Jayhawks. Yep, good warm up game. Yeah, and then, um, what was it? When they put in those bench players, when they first put them in, that one was cutting. That one had the ball and he threw it at him and it hit him in the back. But I could stop laughing. <laughs> like he wasn't even looking for the ball, he was just cutting and I hit him with it. <laughs> Out there Boom. running around. Yeah. yeah. Boom. It was funny. It was good. That's what me and my mom, I was able to go watch the game with my mom and, she was happy to see them, you know, like she like yeah. she's like, man, these kids, they probably most of the time they don't get to play, but it, it's cool to see them like get in it, you know, like they yeah. got that experience. Like yeah, tournament on a, too, a big, <clears throat> big stage, yeah, on a big stage and Metra. She was like, man, these kids are going to remember that. Yeah. And, you know, um, yeah. yeah, that's cool, man. They, they did a really awesome job, man. It's like, yeah, you said what I watched, I just firing on all cylinders and just put it to the Jayhawks. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they really did. I don't care for no Jayhawks. I think, like, what I like most about this team, like, who they remind me of, and it's kind of crazy, like, but, like, you know, like, the Pistons? Like, they didn't have, like, a real big, like, superstar or whatever. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, they were, like, I think I read something where, like, none of them were, like, Hall of Famers or nothing. And, and I know they're not NBA players. Like, I know it's high school. It's just, like. Yeah, yeah. But, like, to see them so well-coached and well-mannered yeah, on yeah. the court, like, you know what I mean? Like. Yeah, just, like. Professional, yeah, yeah. They just go out there and handle business. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good. I know what you mean. I I love that Pistons team: Chauncey Billups, Rip Hamilton, Tayshawn Prince, Ben Wallace, Rasheed Wallace. Yeah. That team, yeah, yeah. I love that team, man. Yeah, they they play team ball. Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of like that's what made it cool, man. Mm-hmm. I just might register to vote. Hey. <laughs> All right. All right. We we got we might um convert this gentleman here. Got a little bit more work to do. Let's go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Man, I when I when I got off work I just happened to turn it on and I saw the last quarter of the lame deer game. Yeah. Oh. And their <clears throat> their star player wasn't playing at the end of the third and I couldn't figure out why. I mean I, I think it was because he was in foul trouble or something, or maybe they were just resting him. Yeah. But they were down by four at the beginning of the fourth and he came in off the bench and after been I mean Real time, it has to had to have been like twenty minutes. Yeah, but um, man, he <laughs> and they were down by four. And first thing he did, man, Steph Curry range. As soon as he, as soon as he let go, I was like, "Oh, what are you doing?" It went in. And I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> yeah. And then he, they went down. He got the ball back. He same thing, way out there. Boom! Another one back to back, six Dang. points, just like that. So went up yeah. by two, down by four, went up by two. I, I think they were up by one at that point. But, oh, yeah, yeah. But they almost lost, though. I mean, the, the, the team they were playing, they had a chance to win twice. Dang. Well, first with three throws, he missed the front end. 
they got the rebound and put it back up, and that didn't go in either. So Dang. they're that close. Huh? Squeaked on by, huh? Yeah, and then the only reason why they won by two is because that uh, Emerson he got a he got fouled when he got the rebound. Mm. Okay. So there's like point four seconds left. They, oh. they, it was zeros, but then they put it back on the. Oh uh, wow! And he went down. He sh- he made the first one, and then the second one. He didn't even look like he tried really, but no. they hit it up into the air again. And by then, it's you got to catch over. It. Yeah, it's over. It's over. So yeah. it's, it's it's exciting, man. It's all I, over. I love watching that. Man. Yeah, I was watching uh, Plenty Cool Girls play, and that was that was a good little battle. So they're going back and forth with Weeble. Oh yeah, was so watching it live, and man, they went back and forth, back and forth, and then man, they went into overtime. But then overtime, man, little playing good girls, I just handle business, clamp down, got some steals. Heck yeah, said enough one. of that, huh? Yeah, they said enough of this. They're just like a cat playing with a mouse. <laughs> <laughs> and then went into overtime, and they're like, boom, they just clamp down and handle business, and they won fifty-five to sixty-two. It was a good win for them, man. That's heck yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> pretty good to see. You know, because always the boys' teams always you know usually good. They're always making yeah. it to division those, and then every other year they're going to state. You know, but the girls' team they always like usually lose out in districts and stuff. So it's cool to see the girls. You know, yes. handling business absolutely. And they got that one, the flat lip girl. Man, she was ranging Archie. We always mention him on there. His daughter, and she was just like like she was dribbling, looking around, looking at defense. Man, she just pull up and boom, draining threes. I was like, what? That was the first time I watched them play, so I was like, what? Sniper. Yeah. No uh, sniping. Yeah, it was good. It was cool, man. Yeah, exciting <clears throat> for all this basketball. So yes. these all these teams make it a championship on Saturday. I got some decisions decisions to make. <laughs> yes, sir. Where I'm going. <laughs> Miles City or stay in town, huh? Yep. I'd I go. Know. Oh, is that where they're playing at? Uh, Plenicos in yeah. Miles City? Yeah. Is it districts or divisionals? Divisionals. Divisionals. Dang. How big is Miles City, the gym? It's about big as Harden. Okay, like Huntley Project then? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. About that. Oh, oh, bigger, bigger than Huntley. It's bigger than that. Like Laurel. Okay. Yeah, like Laurel. Okay. So it's probably the exact same thing as Laurel. Okay. And divisionals there, huh? Yeah. It's always over there. It's always been there. Oh. Like back in the day when I used to watch my brother Josh play, like this, this guy's crew. Yeah. Uh, they had divisionals at West High. And I think I remember those all, ones. Yeah, district was always in Laurel. Yeah, district was in Laurel, and never did make it to divisionals. Wonder why they don't ever go back to West High and just outgrew it, or what? Yeah, they probably don't want us in there. Yeah, <laughs> 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 just certain individuals. I think it's like bidding. Like I know, like, I, and I hate to really direct the conversation that way, but like the coach trip, like for Lodgegrass. Yeah, like they're always getting into like coach trip always and. Coachship doesn't have any amenities. Amenities, yeah. And like a one horse town, it's like you know what I mean. Like, well, you can always ride that horse. Yeah, but <laughs> got you're in the middle of the boondocks. Yeah. yeah, they got gym towns right there. Yeah, <laughs> you get you're in the middle of the boondocks, and you got don't really got no hotels, no fast food, no. You're basically like Harden, but Harden has like three hotels. Yeah, and fast food. Yeah. Yeah, and some restaurants. And the freaking busiest McDonald's on this side of the Mississippi. <laughs> hey. Every time I go by McDonald's, it's packed. Yesterday, yeah. yesterday when I went to Crow, it, I came back. I was like, man, I don't think I'll make it. Or, you know, I want to yeah. eat here. Yeah. And I went, I drove down that way and I seen that line of cars and I'm like, nope. 
<laughs> so I ended up get, going to the one in Lockwood. Yeah. You probably made it to town in the time those cars made it up there. Yeah. Yeah, but I made that joke about it being busy. As it's like I go by there every time I go to Hardin, and I don't, I've never seen it like empty. Uh, yeah. They love their McDonald's. Yes, sir. Love their McDonald's there in Hardin. Um, so yeah, you went down to Crow. Why'd you go down to Crow? Oh man, so <laughs> I guess first off, I had I had an ingrown toenail right on yeah. my foot, and then I was at work. And I was pulling this cart of, um, I was pulling it towards me, this cart of wet blankets. So it was about 350 pounds and right over that toe. Oh. And man, as soon as that happened, I knew something was up because, man, it hurt. Oh, man. It It hurts just hearing it. And I, and I was, and I went like that from probably last Thursday to, well, basically yesterday. Uh Wow. Damn. And then, but do you know how, like, like before I used to just cut it out myself. Yep. And I tried to do that and I couldn't, man, it was just like so beat up like uh, yuck, t- man. <laughs> so I clipped a little bit and I got a little piece and I pulled on it and just a little little tiny piece came out and I thought that's not right because usually yeah. it's a big one. Yeah. And so man, I went and I saw the Tuesday I went and I saw the uh what are they call nurse practitioner. Yeah. Yeah. And she just took one look at it and said, Oh, oh you, you need to see the podiatrist. And they took X rays and stuff like that that night. Then I went back yesterday and nah, he took the to- he took the t- the toenail. Thing, oh, he said it was. Thing. Said it was cracked too. Your the, bone, the bone, yeah. Not fractured, what? cracked. Just a crack. He said. Oh man, he your toe. Yeah, my my my, my big piggy. Dang. Oh, but, from that cart. From that cart, yeah. But see what it was. It, uh, it was all on there. It, uh. It's just those wet blankets, and it's it's pretty big. I yeah, mean, it's bigger than this table. Like an industrial cart. Yeah, yeah. And and I pulled it, and it just went right. Just must have caught it just right. And those little tiny. I mean, those wheels don't have any give. Like yeah. they're not. They're, There's no shocks or struts on them. No. <laughs> but, <laughs> but anyway, man, and he pulled it out, and it looked like a like a shark shark mouth timber. It was all jagged, and then on the on the side that I knew something was up, it was like split. So that it was basically just. Oh man! Basically, like a piece of glass stuck in the side of my toe. Oh. So what you're saying is you realize this weekend. How important your big toe is? Exactly. Well, I didn't realize how much I push off on it too. Yeah, yeah, dog. It's like, oh, I use this for this. <laughs> and there was something else too, like, um, oh, that's what the big toe is for. <laughs> so you won't sway back and forth. Even you're driving, huh? Oh yeah, no, everything, really. yeah, man. Pretty much everything you do on your feet. Crazy. And okay, then you even did an open up, gym. Um, yeah, I tried. I mean, I. Hollowed up and down the court. Damn. Dang. But, but man, like, like, it got to the point where that pain was so bad that it almost, like, um, I don't know, like, maybe it was adrenaline or something. I just couldn't feel it. But I will tell you this. As, as bad as that hurt, I still think the shingles was worse. Oh, wow. Oh, I bet. That one made me cry. This one almost did. Yeah. The only thing that really hurt... Like, when he pulled it out, that didn't hurt. But the thing that hurt the most is when he was giving me that numbing stuff. Oh. Man, I just wanted to. Ah. Man. What is that, that breathing that you do that uh, 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 for pain? Modulated. Not the, it's kind of like modulating. Modulated breathing. Oh, Lamaze? Lamaze, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> La 
Hamas class. <laughs> I would probably would have passed out. <laughs> and it's funny too because I thought he was still giving me shots, and then he goes, "I'm done." And when he said that, I said, "All right, you're done giving me shots," and I was gonna watch him pull it out, but then he already had it in those little clipper things. Oh, dang! Little roach clip things. You didn't even feel like the pressure of him pulling it. No, uh-uh. huh. I didn't. No, none of that. That stuff kicked in pretty quick. Yeah. So yeah, that was <laughs> oh, man. And they gave me a, like a little, a cool little um, Velcro shoe. Oh yeah, you're wearing it yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> but he said tomorrow you just they give you a lollipop. <laughs> you don't got it on today. Man, you got to follow doctor's orders, bro. No, he said you only have to wear it one day. And then tomorrow he said just put a bandaid on it. Oh. And hmm. he said because most of your pain was from that. He said most of your pain was from that thing. Just yeah, driving in. Oh, the just, oh man, yeah, that hurts. But yeah, they ow, didn't even give ow, me a, ow. a lollipop. They didn't give me a sticker. Not even a sticker. Not even a sticker. Not even a spank on the toes. I need to talk to Deb Holland about that. <laughs> or whoever runs I Not even a good game. <laughs> good game. Good job. Pat on the booty. <laughs> hey, you didn't even do anything yet. <laughs> you didn't even do anything. I played too, remember? <laughs> 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 I was out there. I was out there too. <laughs> I was out there twice, remember? <laughs> Give him the other cheek. Give <laughs> <laughs> me a good game. <laughs> yeah. Good game. I was out there twice. <laughs> the other cheek. <laughs> it was my toe and it was cracked, remember? <laughs> <laughs> And the bones cracked. Remember, <laughs> I, 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 I had a good game. <laughs> oh man, why do I always joke like that, man? Baloney. Dad, turn the other cheek. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll stop. I so, in anyways, <laughs> anyway, what else you got going on? Oh yeah! What else? What else? What else? What else is going on today? Nothing. I mean, well, today, I guess I'll talk about it now. Uh, yeah, it's been a year since my dad passed, and you know, definitely dealing with the grief and all that. And uh, you mean my siblings went out there to my mom's today and invited one of my dad's pastor friends over, and we had like a little service outside down by the gravesite and. I uh, had some recordings of him singing some songs, so played those, and you know we had we had a good time. Uh, before that little service, you know, we were just all hanging out, laughing, joking around, watching some basketball on the TV, and then after that little service, we had a meal. Then we just you know just kind of sat around, told stories, and my dad's sister was there, my aunt, and uh, yeah, she was telling us some stories about you know when they were young high school and stuff and we were laughing around and and stuff so it was a good day overall you know definitely shed some tears and but it was good to just be around family and just something that i don't know i was looking forward to like ever since for a few weeks now um i just wanted to be out there you know on that day you know he passed away today um last year and can't believe it's been a year it's crazy um, and several of us like made slideshows, so we watched those too. Um, I made one, I made a couple actually. My my brother and I think one of my nephews made one too. So 
Yeah, we watched all those slideshows, and it was good. It was good. It was a good day, you know, just remembering my dad celebrating his life, and uh, and my son was out there with me, and I was glad he was there. He was uh, close to my dad, you know, especially because he's a ball player, and my dad loved basketball. So, yeah, it was good, <clears throat> but uh, I'm, I'm in a good place with it, you know. Um, I'm not in... I'm not all hunky dory, but you know, the grieving process is definitely um it's just that. There's a process, like different stages and stuff and uh I don't know, maybe moving more towards like acceptance. Yeah. But <clears throat> I know like some days I'm more accepting than others, other days in denial, anger. Sometimes some days I'm in shock still, I'm like, dang, he is gone for real. Um, so yeah, that's what you know, that's what happened. That's where I'm at today, and just really utilizing my tools, expressing myself, and knowing that it is okay to express my feelings. I think that's the hugest thing um, for me. Uh, not trying to, you know, bottle that, and suppress it, but really feeling it. Yeah, yeah. Allowing myself, giving myself the <clears throat> liberty to feel my feelings and. And being okay with that, because far too long, you know. I mean, even just like our guest last week, he said we don't know how to grieve. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I don't even like. No, I'm just you know doing the best I can, you know, and just trying to use my tools. And one of those things is yeah, just trying to feel my feelings and not deny myself that. So yeah, it's good though. <clears throat> A lot of people reached out and shared some words with me. And it was good, you know. It's all good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I know that, you know, my dad loved loved our podcast. Yeah. And always an eager to listen to our latest episode and <clears throat> he's always yeah, make sure you send me that link. Text it to me. <laughs> you know. And my mom was telling him, he said, because they <clears throat> they come to Bellings to shop and he didn't like to walk around stores so they would park at a store wherever and she'd go in the shop and he that's when he'd listen to our podcast. Awesome. In the man. car. You know, and just wait, wait for my mom to get done with her shopping and he would sit in the car and listen to our podcast. Hmm. So that's pretty cool. All right. Yeah. yeah. So that was just an update on you know, today, you know, your anniversary of my dad passing and yeah, just continually trusting about it, dear. You know, because left to my own understanding, you know, I'd be, I'd be back out there using, yeah. throwing a pity party. Poor me, poor me. Why does this have to happen to me? It's only happening to me. Being in that pity party spot and then drinking over it—that's what I would have done in the past. <clears throat> I probably would have been drunk this whole year. It's easy, like. To do that, like, I think, but one of the, thank you for sharing that with us, because I know, like, man, it's it's definitely a process, and, and I think, like, one of the things that I'm learning is, like, the things that you're doing, and, and doing it, like, facing it head on is really amazing, like, we don't see a lot of Native men, male figures do that, mm-hmm. um, but one of the things that struck me was your son was able to share that with you today 
Oh yeah. And throughout this whole process, throughout this whole journey, and just by you tackling that head on and and continuing to go with it, embracing your feelings, and break like dude, like you're raising up an awesome young man mm. that's gonna learn like the healthy way to cope versus like us where. Not saying, like, you know what I mean? Like, how we yeah. had those problems. Yeah. Drugs and alcohol, like, we celebrated with alcohol, and yeah. we also grieved with alcohol. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, Like, yeah. it became a, a, a staple in whatever process we were in. Yeah. But I think now, like, it doesn't get easy. I lost my father 20 years ago, mm. Um, mm. 21 years ago. Yeah. And the summer before my senior year and I was actually just talking to somebody today. I'm like 20 years later, like there are times where I still think about my dad. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, think about the grandkids and what would happen. But I think the pain didn't lessen. I just learned how to deal with it a little bit better. Oh yeah. Um, but to see you embrace that like this early, it doesn't take away the pain. It doesn't take away anything. But to see you deal with it in a healthy way, I think, is freaking awesome. Like, I'm not, like, awesome in that way, but, like, no, you know. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, no, <clears throat> it's good to see because it shows that we're growing as human beings, and as, especially as Native American males. Oh, yeah. Yep. No, I put the hope. Thank you for yeah. your words. And, yeah, that's just, <clears throat> I have to, you know, because the alternative, like I said, is I'm going to go back out and drink over this. And that's for that's one thing I know my dad for damn sure wouldn't want me to do. Yeah. What the hell are you doing? You know, probably cuss me out, come back from and start haunting me. You yeah. know, uh-huh. so yeah, <clears throat> it's good. You know, and um, as we move forward and walk the red road, you know, it's just that's just it. We gotta allow ourselves to feel our feelings because they're real. Yeah, even it's like validating our own feelings and. Like I was sharing before on a previous episode, like I, in the fall, I wasn't, man, I wasn't allowing myself to feel and I was distracting myself and keeping myself busy. A lot of stinking thinking. A lot, a lot. But, you know, I was able to correct that and repent from that and get back on, get back to using my tools. Yeah. I concur. I concur. Uh 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 Uh-huh. This one's for Oki. Hey, hey, muchachos! <laughs> no, like one thing that I always like always sticks out was his comment on our pot bean. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like he was the first one to ever comment on our stuff, and I'm like, man, that's awesome. So I was happy to hear that. You know, like he he looked forward to our shows. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's right there. He said, Hey, you guys are doing great. You're coming um, from a different perspective, I think, is what it's cut off here on this little comment. But yeah, he was one of the first ones to subscribe and comment. <laughs> yeah, on man. Support, bro. Yeah. Good. <clears throat> and I know, you know, it's just, he'd be proud of us where we are today. And then he's like, Man, you guys, every day, every week, you know? Yes. Still plugging away, huh? Yeah, it's still at it. <laughs> right on. So, hey, can you give me some air horns and the horse? The air horns and the... Oh, man, what are we doing? Please, 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 please. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. Calm down now. <laughs> hey. Hey, muchachos. Muchachos. <laughs> muchachos, the three muchachos. <laughs> You guys heard that. <laughs> <laughs> three machachos here coming to you live and direct. Hey. Oh man, I was gonna say something. I was gonna ask you a question, but now I forgot. It's probably a lie. Then <laughs> 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 <clears throat> it's gonna come come to me at the most at inopportune real, moment. At a real serious moment. All right, so should we, you guys warmed up, man? We ready to get into our main topic here? Yes, sir. All right, cool, cool, cool. Do this, then. Hey, DJ, why don't you hit me with that beat? Yo, let's get into our topic. Yo, let's get into our topic. Child, things are gonna get easier. Ooh, child, things are gonna get brighter. JC, take it away. (laughs) (laughs) Someday. (laughs) I heard that right before I walked in. I know what I was gonna say. I ask you. It's like, did you you, did you read that? uh, It's probably a lie. Which one? The Charcuterie News. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Charcusta, yeah, it was really long. Holy cow! Well, it's long real, road. like a uh, in depth. Yeah, like everything. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I, thought, I was surprised about it. A couple of misquotes, but that's all right. Yeah, that's yeah. All right. Uh, no, I noticed a couple, but yeah, it said on there. It said I've been walking the red road for six to twelve years. I think, I think that was like I, I said six and a half years. So I think when she was maybe when she was writing it down, she put six and then a one and a two with a slash. Like yeah. Six and a half, but then when she typed it up, she put six and twelve years. Yeah, yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, but it's all good, man. It's yeah, all good. It was man. A good. It was good real story. Good. Yeah, it was real good. I yeah. liked it. And then there was this part where she said, "I said it," but you, JC. Yeah, said that's it. the one I noticed too. Yeah. Oh, and then what he said that I said. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Randy said something, but she quoted me on it yeah. about fathers. Yeah, and then she said, "You said it." JC said it. Yeah. But anyway, I mean, it, but it was a good, good interview. Stuff. Yeah, yeah good I was stuff. just like honored, man. I was just like for real, like wow, you know? Yeah, I I still can't really wrap my head around that whole thing. It's like wow, man, that's that's pretty cool. It is an honor. Mm-hmm. One of my siblings was teasing me about man. Every other week, you guys are coming out with something, <laughs> <laughs> guys. You know, yeah, dude, yeah. like whatever, like and this magazine. Is just the beginning, and we yeah. owe it all. To you listeners, thank you for your support. <clears throat> Heck yes. Yeah, man. If you guys didn't download, you know, we'd probably lose heart. <laughs> so you guys, we appreciate y'all. Yeah, we love we y'all. We quit, man. We're only getting 20 downloads a month. 20 a month, man. <laughs> and, and they're all There's 30 days in a month. That's not even one a day. <laughs> and they're all pity listens. I know. Just like Eric. Y'all got first. We were just trying to make it to 10, remember? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ten episodes, yeah, yeah, that was the goal. I remember we were like, if we make it past ten, then we'll last. But yeah, then we're legit. No, I can't even remember what number we're on. I know, I know. I sitting there, I was like, was it sixty nine or seventy? I'm like, oh yeah. And I looked up, yeah. Well, we talked about it previously, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. 
No, I'm like that too. Every week, I'm like, what are we on? What are we on? I have to go to, I have to go to the app and then look. I'm like, oh yeah, we're on this yeah. number. <laughs> <clears throat> you might have two sixty nines in a row. <laughs> 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 That's, you know what? You know what I meant. You know what I meant. I rebuke the lust, <laughs> the mischievousness, <laughs> the mischievous thinking. Oh my God! I'm sorry. That just, it didn't sound like that in my mind. <laughs> That's really weird. That's really weird. <laughs> <laughs> horrible, horrible. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to <laughs> this is episode seventy. Thank you, unspoken words. Signing off. Oh, episode seventy, <laughs> seven zero. Seven zero. <laughs> okay, uh, he's like, we'd have two sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's, not, that's not what I meant. I was offended at first. I was offended. I admit it. But then I was like, then it's funny. Oh, forget it. I said what I said. <laughs> Don't you got some gifts to deliver, Kringo? <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, man. I'm sorry, Auntie. I'm sorry. All right, so here we go. Um, our main topic this week, uh, keeping with our trend, first week, the first episode of each month, uh, we're going to do a step. So March is the third month, and we are going to do the third step. Step three, and this step three from the Walbriety is we made a decision to ask for help from a higher power and others who understand. And there's a little couple paragraphs i'll read the first one and we'll talk about it uh step three is about deciding to ask for help most of us don't like to ask for help because our ego won't let us maybe we don't act maybe we don't actually know how to ask for help but somehow we are going to do it when we turn the will over to a higher power that allows us the natural order of things to function wow that's what allows the natural order of things to function and our lives to change. Abandon yourself to the creator. That's faith. And I'll get your guys' feedback on that. That, <clears throat> for me, like I know in the, in the past, as far as my creator goes, um, it was easy to always ask for help, especially when you're in, you're in a tight space, right? Like, uh, what do you call it, foxhole prayers and stuff? Oh, yeah, for sure. And, but once I, once I got like out of those, those kind of situations or positions or even that, that mind state, it was super easy just to say, all right, I'm okay now. Yep. Now I can keep going. Yeah. Keep going. And, and so, like, basically, uh, a fair weather friend is what I was. <coughs> or, or maybe the opposite of that. Uh-huh. Like, I, I, what I told, God was, I need you when I need you, but if I don't think I need you, then then I put you back on the shelf, right? Back away. Uh, but this this last time, like like to ask for help, and then and then let go. This yeah. is that that holding on, like trying to control things myself. It's like that was the. I think that was the thing. Yeah, was like you know trying to 
be like over intellectual about it. Yeah. Yeah. And fig- think that I can figure it out by myself. Um, or else, you know, like, well, I'm not hurting right now, so I must be okay now. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, that's, but yeah, but I mean, yeah. And so that, that faith that, that it, it's, it took me a while to develop that. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Like, like to, uh, you know, what do they say? Uh, uh, as a child, faith like a child. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, your, your kids don't. Well, like as a child, I thought as a child. Yeah. Well, no, I became, you know, like, uh, um, like having I think faith. like what I'm thinking about, like, is like, you know, there's this meme. I don't know if you've seen it on the internet. Um, but this kid is like hanging on to like, uh, like a air, like a air balloon or something. Yeah. And his hands are all like jacked up, like they're bleeding. They're like not in good condition. Mm-hmm. But the the um, caption on the picture is like, it says sometimes it's easier to let go than hang on. Mm. You know, so like where we kind of come to that point, like, and you think about it, like, I know for me, like when I was using, like I was only hurting myself by hanging on to those things. Mm. When I gave it up to God and I released it, then my hands came back to how they were made to function. Like the bleeding stopped. The You know what I mean? Yeah. They come back because I let go of what I was trying to control. I think that's what I was talking about. Um, but I, I think like to go along with your point, like faith, like we have to have faith, like like believing in God that if we give it to him, that he's going to take care of everything that we're facing, you know? Yeah. And see, but in my, in my head, <clears throat> cause I just, man, I'll bounce all over in that place. <clears throat> but in my head, it's like, Oh, you know, I would, well, first of all, there's, I want what I want and I want it right now. Yeah. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. But it never works that way. And so that took some getting used to. And also the fact that, you know, the enemy attacks yeah. with deception. Number one tool is deception. Yeah. So then I started thinking, well, maybe it isn't true. Yeah. Maybe, you know, all these things that Let you me hear. prove it. Yeah, yeah, we'll prove it. Or, you know, yeah, th- yeah things like yeah, that. Yeah, so yeah. That doubt. Uh-huh. There's always that doubt. And somebody yeah. told me that you can never really get rid of all the doubt. But the good thing about doubt is that there's still hope. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you didn't doubt... Then you wouldn't. That that just kind of shows that you don't even have any hope anymore. Oh yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's one good thing about it. But yeah, that faith is. Oof. Yeah, that's uh, that. <clears throat> I just keep thinking about like when I I start going to uh, AA meetings like three years before I actually came to this time. You know, three years before like. Off and on, sometimes I go a lot, you know, every week or a couple times a week and do good for a few months and then fall off and then sober up and then go back to A meetings. <clears throat> but I just kept thinking of this, like, mindset I had when I would go was, like, how come these people aren't ex- more accepting of me? Mm. Like, I was just like that, you know, just like I just kept having that thought, like, how come they're not accept- more accepting of me? here i've been coming for weeks now like how come they're not like more like i you know try to have conversations and they're pretty short with me um and then like 
So then fast forward to this time around, you know, like it just hit me. Like I didn't even have that thought. Uh, Cause I was just like so tired of trying to do it my way and failing miserably over and over and over yeah. that, you know, this surrendering, asking for help, giving my will, my power over giving my will to my higher power. Um, like I was just willing, more than willing to, yeah. and just that trusting about a deal, my higher power, and like you know, just kind of like trusting the process. Okay, like I gotta go to meetings, and like I didn't even care like what people thought. Where before I wasn't really fully committed, you know, I was like I guess I was more looking more for like acceptance, yeah, or something. Um, but yeah, this time around I just like went to meetings. And just went and listened and tried to look for the similarities. Just like totally different mind state. Whereas when I went before, um, for those three years, uh, it's like <clears throat> um, I wasn't ready. Yeah, uh, I didn't fully surrender. Cause I remember I'd say, <laughs> I know I wasn't ready to surrender because then like <clears throat> they'd ask me, what's your higher power? And I'd say stuff like, yeah, my kids are my higher power because I'm doing this for them, you know, and saying stuff like that. But in my mind, I was like, that sounded legit. Yeah. But to them, now, if somebody said that to me, I'd be like, you know. <laughs> but that, that she's dude, to- <clears throat> listening to that, it is similar to what I was saying because yeah. it's like you're when going in you're kind of looking for something that you can see and touch yeah. and hold and yeah. something tangible yeah like yeah you can grab a hold of it mm-hmm. and like you were looking for acceptance i was looking for like i guess proof or you know yeah. Yeah. show me a miracle like you wanted him to confirm your decision <clears throat> yeah and but but it doesn't work like that right? <clears throat> it, i mean we, and to have that relationship with my higher power it 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 it's not something that you can see yeah, it's not. not something. I mean, it's definitely something I can feel mm-hmm. because remember I told you that story about uh, that Christmas Eve. Yeah, when uh, it went, <laughs> he's searching his database. <laughs> when I was in uh, county jail and uh, oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I had that Bible study group. Thing. Yeah, yeah. That that man, that was that was something else. That the way I felt though. Yeah, and like I I. I was brought to tears, but they weren't, it was was like relief tears. Yep. Tears of joy. Yep. Tears of love. Mm -hmm. So. Mm -hmm. I think like for me, like what I was thinking about is like, so remember I stayed for 60 days and then like about halfway, somewhere halfway through, I had to come back um, and handle my court. Oh, yeah. And I had criminal court and family court, and they were by the same judge. And then I talked to one of my friends who's, like, like a mentor, big brother, um, and he kind of gave me the ultimatum, like, you either choose this life or choose this life. No matter what you choose, like, I'm still going to be your friend. Like, I'm still going to be there for you. But you got to stop having one foot here and one foot there. Yeah. And <clears throat> I didn't really want sobriety at that point, like, to be honest, like, I always tell people, like, I never came in willingly. Yeah. It was, like, forced upon me. Kicking and screaming. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that was a turning point. 
and when I think about it, like, remember I go, God showed me that I made the right choice. Like, see, like, I was willing. Like, mm. my flesh was willing. I was willing to, to try it another way. And up until then, like, man, I would fight with everybody. Would You know what I mean? Like, mm. I was kind of like an on- honorary believer. I would, because I read my Bible and I know, and sometimes I get like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I read my Bible and I don't know. But sometimes I used it in the wrong way. Mm. And and I would just kind of show, I guess, in my mind, like, superiority. Self-righteousness. Yeah, self-righteousness, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Bible Bible whipping them um, <laughs> and Bible bashing. Yeah. But I, I would do that. But somewhere along the way, like, on my way back, like, man, there, it was like a point of, like, surrender. Yeah. Like a point of me just, like, exhaling all the bad, like, <sighs> There's nothing else I can do. God, you show me. And when he showed me, it was like, okay, I'm all in. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like before, I don't know what it was changing. It was, it was just a change of heart. Yeah. A change of attitude, a change of my posture. Yep. To like, when I woke up, like, even the next day, like, I still remember, like, going to the table, like, man, I get to go over here and read the Bible. Like, I get to go, like, do this. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it changed my attitude in sobriety, mm. and I believe that that second half of my time in in uh, set free really was a time of how surrendered I was. Yeah, was I just playing games, or was I fully surrendered this time? Yeah, and because I came to a point like, okay, God, I've done it my way so many times, and I failed every single time. Mm. Let me try it your way and see what happens. Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, like, <clears throat> I think that initially that from two, like 20, 20, 2012 to, like, 2015, I was off and on with AA, um, going on benders a few months and then coming back to AA and stuff like that. Like, I was looking for that acceptance. I was looking to be in the in crowd. Yeah. You know? And be with the cool crowd. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. The people that who I kind of viewed as you know kind of like okay these are the cool people in here I want to be yeah. that they're the ones that share really good stuff and oh, I want to be seen with that crowd. But then fast forward to like 2015 and moving forward to today, um, it was like when I got serious and I turned my will over to higher power and started working on myself and was diligent with that, like determined, uh, yeah. determined with that. <clears throat> When I got determined with that, I started moving forward on the red road. Then I bought this, started bringing the helpers, started bringing people into my life. Things started opening boom, up. Boom, boom. And like where I wanted, like I wanted, I wanted a circle. I wanted people in my corner. Um, like, but then when I didn't pursue it and I just worked on myself, then they came. Yeah. You know, then I was like, boom, boom, complete strangers coming in, supporting me. You know, believing in me. And I was like, wow. Wow. And I was like, because of step three. Because I was like, okay, tired of doing my way. I'm going to do your way. Uh, Not to say that I've tried to, I've taken the wheel back. Yeah. And started driving at times by myself, you know, but um, like that song, Jesus, take the wheel. (laughs) I feel like, okay, I I can't be driving this, man. 
We're going to be sitting alone in an apartment drinking half a G's for days if I keep driving this vehicle. Yeah. Um, so, good good stuff, gentlemen. I'll go in and slow it when you guys share. Okay. <laughs> go ahead. What are we going to say? say? Good game. Oh, good game. <laughs> Like I shared twice, remember? <laughs> remember I shared for a long time? <laughs> I wish I had more hands. Because <laughs> I'd give you all of them. A pat on the behind for a good job. No, I remember the first time I did that to my boy. I said, good job, man. Boom. And I patted him on the butt. And he jumped and he looked at me. And I was like, you say, why'd you do that? Said, That's what they do. That's what coaches do. Anyway, okay, here we go. Back to on a serious, more serious note. That made me think of uh, what song is it then? We haven't done that in a while. <laughs> I know. We'll, we'll do it next week. Somebody slipping. Next week. Next week. I'll bring it back. <clears throat> okay. The second paragraph. The elders say, if you're going to do something, do it to do it the best you can. Many of us pursued alcohol and drugs with commitment and cons- consistency. Uh, when we begin to walk the red road with Creator's guidance, we must have the same commitment and consistency, but in a good way. Uh, who? Go ahead. <laughs> I think that one is like self-explanatory. Um, because that's what I'm always saying. Like yep. all the, like all the, like remember, like nothing stopped us. The weather, dog, like it didn't stop us if it was, if it was negative thirty. Yep. You got freaking five dollars in your pocket, and the store is like six, seven blocks away, a mile away, like. Or maybe even you're on a res, like it's freaking freezing. Like you call, like you don't give up. Nope. Until you find that ride or you find, like, you know what I mean? Like you find what you're looking for. Yep. Nothing stops you. Could be 100 degrees out there. Could be negative 40. Like it doesn't matter what ext- what side of the temperature gauge you're on. Mm-hmm. Nothing stops us in our addiction. Nope. But when we come to sobriety and recovery, mm. now first obstacle me telling you, no, I can't give you a ride. First obstacle. And then we're like, man, this is too hard. And then we go back to a pity party. <laughs> like, dog, like, I'm telling yeah. you, like, that's how I operated, bro. Yep. Like, you know, like, the first obstacle. I was the first one. This is too hard. I'm just going to go back. And for so long, I, like, that's what I did. Yeah. But it, it's like. But you also come to the point of like, okay, man, like I did that. Like nothing stopped me from whatever. But now I really want the recovery. Like, let me do it this way. Yep. You know? Yep. And learning to turn that, like all that energy into something positive where you're finally building instead of destroying. Mm -mm. You know, like I think for me, like that's like when everything flipped, like like when I, I was looking at the... Because I was looking at the first paragraph and he said, deciding to ask for help. Like, bro, like, that's where all the pride goes out. Like, that's where, like, everything, like, we think we're good. Like, we think, like, man, we're men's men. And, like, but we learn to play that. Like, we learn to put it to the side and be like, man, God, I need your help. And then he comes in and all these doors start opening. Mm. And then it's like, man, things are going so good. 
like I'm going to pursue recovery with everything like inside of me. Like yeah. I think there has to come that revelation and that light, mm. that light bulb that turns on in each and every one of us that are, that are addicts and alcoholics. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like to turn it because we all got it. We all like are overcomers mm-hmm. because we have all lived beyond things that should have killed us. Yep. You know, like you think about every addict, every addict is an overcomer. Mm. Every alcoholic is an overcomer. Mm. Like, bro, they're living in conditions that the rest of society will never even dream of. They go through things and put their bodies through things that the rest of society will never put their bodies through. Yep. You know? Mm -hmm. And we always treat them like they're beneath us, which, you know, but they are some of the toughest, brightest, like most big hearted people that I know. For sure. And it started like with me, like once I learned like, that I carried that stuff, bro, like nothing was going to stop me in recovery. Yeah. As long as I maintained myself and my, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. surround myself with positive people and, and, and just get that circle that you were talking about. Yeah. Like that circle, like it's so like that supportive circle is so vital. Mm. Like we got to be around people that are thinking are headed at least in the same direction as us. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. I agree. Mic drop. No, Boom. And he ain't even trying to preach. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, favorite engine. I concur. Yeah, uh, you know, <clears throat> yeah, I I you know, we we can all relate to that those times where man, if I had to walk to Billings from prior, mm. you know, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Cold, wind, whatever. But I also I can't forget the fact that once I got there, once I started drinking, once I started using, yep. I would do anything to keep going. And yeah. that, yeah. it doesn't matter the threat of jail, you know, being on probation, the threat of incarceration, uh, you know, mm. significant other leaving you, mm. um, losing your children. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I mean, family members, mm-hmm. um, just seeing all the destruction around you. Yeah. And you still keep going. I still kept going. I still wanted to do that. Yeah. And so that is 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 a form of resolve. Yeah. Yeah. Right? We can see these obstacles that are in front of that I could see these obstacles that were in front of my goal. Yeah. And that was to stay drunk. Mm-hmm. But I found a way to get around them. And so just like that, you know, just like you read, we can use that for a positive thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and, and and just to piggyback again off off of what Randy said, you know, as Native people, we're 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 resilient. Mm-hmm. I mean, that word always comes up when when they're talking about Native people because of the th- even the ones that don't drink, even the ones that aren't yeah. using. Oh yeah, I mean they they still have to go through some stuff too. Oh yes, right. So and man, and 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 no matter what they've done to native people throughout history to basically eradicate eradicate us and erase us from this planet mm-hmm. we keep coming back we come back a little bit stronger we kept our culture we kept our songs we kept our dances we kept our languages we kept our traditions mm. and and so we we you know they they i mean I'm not even going to get into that tangent the things that they tried to do yeah. We keep coming back, and we and so you know we have that inner strength, we have that inner resiliency, we have that inner um, determination, determination, 
Mm -hmm. And for me personally, I used it to destructive means. Oh. And so, um, really personally, if, I mean, it's easier said than done, but to flip that switch and start going after positive things with that Mm. same gusto, like that same resolve that says, you know what? You're not going to stand in my way. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do it. Even if I have to walk over there, I'm going to go help somebody. Mm -hmm. Even if I have to, you know, come over here and, uh, come here early and make coffee and do this and that. And two people show up. All right, then that's not going to stop, you know? Yeah. So we can use that same mentality, that same resolve to a more positive end. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes practice. For me, it took practice. It's like, it's not something like, oh, okay, well, then all of a sudden, bam, I'm, you know, like I, 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 I still struggle with it too because I, like, I get, you know, you've this broken record. <laughs> I get inside my head, man, and, and it, it, it gets to me. But I, today, I have a lot more tools. I have a lot more support. There's all these the circle, the circle. Wow. There it is. In that circle. The circle of life. I, Chapena. No, but you know what, like, got me, like, when I started thinking about this, too, is, like, we, we let go of our pride, right? Like, we're some of the most prideful people. Like, I'm not going to ask for help. And it's so hard to ask for help. But yet, yeah. if we're freaking hurting bad enough, yeah. we'll go ask us freaking complete straight. Do you have a dollar? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean, like, or yeah. or even then too, like, we'll, we'll, we can sacrifice our 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 inner morals and our inner, you know, yeah. our, our dignity, we'll, our steal it. Yeah, yeah, we'll go steal it, or like we'll hang out with people we don't even know because they have something that we want. Yeah, yeah. Like we put ourselves in so many dangerous situations, but then like when we try to come this way, I'm not gonna ask for help. I'm yeah. gonna do this on my own. Like we become some of the most prideful people, but yeah. it's like no, nah, but. Even even when somebody no, okay, up, if if like in the past if somebody comes up and asks you like hey you need some help yeah well yeah but not from you yeah yeah whereas if you're drinking say hey man you want some of that I don't know you but okay yeah want a shot now yeah uh, boom I think they're trying to set me up and you're still pulling on the bottle <laughs> <laughs> still yeah. doing the dope with them yeah. like not removing yourself from the equation like nah, you know yeah yeah that's that like. That determination and that drive, that resiliency that we're putting towards our addiction. Like I got told early on, I think, believe it was my counselor uh, in treatment. I was like, it's like you would go through, you know, I went through a blizzard to get to the liquor store. And I was like, oh, yeah, I did that too. And he was like, but so you got to, you got to be willing to go through a blizzard to get to a meeting. You're supposed to be at a meeting, blizzard outside. You better be at that meeting. And I was like, boom, man, it just made so much sense. Like I seen myself. I was like, oh, shoot. Yeah, I did do that. Because, like, I did. Man, I drove through a freaking blizzard from Pryor <laughs> to Bellings to get one stinking bottle, a $7, you know, probably like $6 bottle of vodka, cheap vodka. That's all I had. And I had, I think I had like 11 bucks, and I put five in gas. Damn. And then I drove back in the blizzard. Crazy thing, like. However much the bottle cost and whatever remained was going to be the gas money. Yeah. And, like, I used to do that stuff, too. Like, like oh, you know, uh, my kids got this going on. Like, asking my folks or some relatives, you know. I was like, and it cost, like, maybe, like, 
10, 15 bucks to do that. But I was like, oh, I need like 30 so I could get my bottle too. Damn. You know? Like yeah. running the numbers all the time. Yeah. Running the numbers exactly. all the time. Exactly. And even then too, like like I used to come into town with my dad all the time because I didn't have a car. And I just plotting all the way into town. Like, okay, how can I get a couple bucks out of him here, a couple bucks out of him over there? Maybe yeah. offer to go run in and buy something and try to, you know, keep a little bit of the change. Yeah. You know, just like you said, running the numbers because I need this much to get this much. Yeah. yeah. And if I can get that, then I'll be all right. Yeah. But then, you know, obviously if I if I got more, then I was like, yeah, all right. But yeah. yeah, exactly. Running the numbers and yeah. running that game in your head and manipulating people that you love. Yeah. Like that takes effort. Yeah, there's there's a lot of energy that goes into that, yeah. Yeah. and so man, you know, if I could sit there and and think about writing a a a, a short story, mm-hmm. if I could put the the energy that I have, that or that I put into you know plotting against my old man, yeah, that I could maybe write. A, I bet you I could write a a novel. Yeah, yeah. better get on that novel. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> no, like so. Um. So that's what I did. You know, as part of the third step, like I was like, okay, I'm I'm gonna go to these meetings. Wrote out my um, relapse prevention plan. Was going to seven meetings a week, a meeting a day, and like I was like, okay, boom, that was my schedule. There's nothing that was gonna deter me from that. Yeah. Um, and this other thing I thought about, like. <clears throat> I had this conversation with my wife this week. She's asking about, well, how come, you know, so-and-so, they're an active using during their addiction, and, like, they fight us when we try to question them about it. And that mad took me right back because that's when we talked about that on a previous episode, too. Like, we fight people when they're trying to call us on our shit, you know, yeah. for lack of a better term, because that was so near and dear to us. Like, I was in love with my alcohol. I love vodka. Because it was always there for me, no matter what. <clears throat> it was there for me, and I loved it. I loved the way it made me feel. I loved it. That took me out of reality. Um, so when anything threatened that, I lashed out. Man, I even cussed out my mom. You know, because she was calling me, on my, mm-hmm. calling me on my BS, and I cussed her out over the phone. Um, so... In light of what we're talking about, we got to have that kind of love for our sobriety, for our walk on Red Road. Love makes you do some crazy things. Yeah. So if something's threatening your recovery, something's threatening your walk on a Red Road, we got to be ready to lash back at that. Yep. We got to be ready to be like, hell no. Hell no. You're not putting my recovery uh, I seen your post recently. You're not putting my peace at risk. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because I played two games, two games. <laughs> I went two pats <laughs> each cheek. Yeah, no, but that's like that's all. Dope, my dope. hands are yours. His <laughs> <laughs> hands are yours. No, because <clears throat> even today, like. <laughs> Somebody shut that clown up (laughs) Somebody cut his mic Where's that little hook thing Somebody mute him (laughs) So even today Like I 
<laughs> I get invited to these social events. Uh-huh. And if I see open bar on there, I'm like, nope, not going to that. <clears throat> not in fear of that I'll drink there. Not saying that it's going to plant a seed in there. But I don't want to be around that. Because I was working that job for two years. I smelled that hot breath. Yeah. On the street folks sitting there trying to talk to them about recovery, trying to plant a seed with them. And when we go to these social events where there's an open bar, it's the same breath. Exact same smell that these street folks have that these at these social events where people are getting have an open bar, they're having a few drinks and then loosen up and start talking to you. They get right next to you and start talking to you and it's that same hot alcohol breath. How do you do it? How do you stay sober at things like this? Yeah. You know, I don't I don't drink all the time. I just drink at these social events. I just have like one or two and I go home, go to bed. Yeah. You know, it's just like so <laughs> I don't even want to put myself in a situation if I don't have to be around alcohol. Um, Because I'm safeguarding my walk. My walk on the red road. And sometimes, you know, I think we talked about self-righteousness. That starts to come up in me, too. You know, I ain't perfect. You know, I don't try to be perfect only on Sundays. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, But... So I got to watch that too Because like I'll start My looking, church is on Saturday <laughs> I start looking down on people who drink Like man one, That's old Why are you doing the same thing man You're old You're grown you Sober up Raise your grandkids <laughs> You know I mean yeah. That's my thinking So I got to I got to halt that too at times Put myself in check there It's like okay well That's me wanting to be in control Good game Good game I hope <laughs> Oh, Turn the other cheek. <laughs> Pat, both of them. I played twice, remember? I played twice. <laughs> the old Pat and grab. So do you guys agree? You got to like, <laughs> just no cupping. You can't cut <laughs> to smack. No cupping. <laughs> no lingering. <laughs> <laughs> like Michael, uh, like MJ did to Mary J. Blige. <laughs> Oh man, he's got some mitt. mitt. He got some mitts on his for hands too. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what it's like to get good game by him. <laughs> MJ, get at us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Or whatever you were drinking, uh, drinking that cognac, huh? Man, what was he drinking? I don't know, man. I he think was I like seen, that on uh, the last dance, too. Remember, I think I seen oh, one of those, yeah, yeah. I think I seen that. Uh, one of those memes were like, Uncle, when your uncle shows up, like, to the, <laughs> like the function, all like, whatever. I forget what it goes, I butchered it, but I was talking, calling him an uncle. <laughs> oh, juice, up to the barbecue, yeah, <laughs> yuck. Yeah, I'm gonna read this prayer and whatever you get, whatever hits you guys, then chime off on that. And we'll end with that. But good stuff so far, Pot Gotti, favorite Indian. Aho. My creator, please lean close and hear my commitment that I may begin the process of healing. My creator, 
I'm hurting so bad. O great spirit, accept the pact I make with you today. I am a spiritual seed. On my own, I don't know how to grow and be happy. Plant me near you that I may grow under your power and wisdom. Great spirit, alone, I don't know how to do this. Creator, mold and shape me into a spiritual warrior. O great Rishri, please hear me. Whatever hits you guys from that. It said, I I don't know, but for me, without Aquaditia, I can't. Mm. I, mm-hmm. It's not about knowing how. It just comes down to I can't do it. Yeah. Mm. And so, <clears throat> and you know, we were talking about, you know, that, that point of where you just give it up. Like, I take myself out of this because every time I tried it, Every time I had the wheel, we ended up in the ditch. Yeah. yeah. Or even worse. But I can't. But with God, then I can. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and, and, and the thing about the kicker about that is <clears throat> I just have to do the groundwork. Yes. Everything else is taken care of. Yep. Yep. I think we just have to be willing, um, realizing like, hey, man, I am broke. I am hurt. Like I am like all these things. I am like, man, like look at me. I'm, I'm in a pitiful state without you. Mm-hmm. And basically not like begging him, but like, Hey man, like this is how dirty I am. Mm. And what I want is I want to be healed. I want you to cleanse me. I want you like, I want you to start operating through me. And I want to like, you know what I mean? Like I want you to heal me. Because right now I'm broken and I can't do it without you. Mm. I need you. And because I need you, I'm willing to lay everything down. When I lay everything down, he sees the willingness and he basically takes us through that process and he fashions us into who we're called to be. Yeah. You know, you become that that freaking sober soldier. Like you become that mm. that person, that that warrior that you really are, but only this time you're fighting for the right things. You're not fighting for the wrong things. Mm -hmm. See, like I was talking to a gentleman yesterday. He was like, I'm a survivor. Mm. And it's like, man, that's awesome that you're so resilient. But what if you were a liver? Like, what if you lived? Like, Mm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Like what if you were actively living rather than surviving? Yeah. How better life would be. Mm-hmm. You know, like living, like alive, you know, and that's what I get, bro. Like, because we are survivors in our use. Yeah. But we come to a point like where we're living, like, a, like real life stuff, you know? Yeah. And, and I, <clears throat> I got this from my mom, so it's not me, but we've survived. Now it's time to thrive. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I like what you what what both of you guys said because <clears throat> I can't I can't do it on my own. Uh, I can't lean on my own understanding. Because, like the cliche from the rooms, you know, our best thinking lands us in jails, institution, and ultimately death. <clears throat> and I know that now. I know that for a fact. So when I'm in a spot, you know, I start, you know, I'll fall back into that where I start using the stinking thinking and trying to be in control and blah, blah, blah. So I got to put myself in check real quick and be like, oh, man, 
I can't be doing this. I can't be doing this. Sorry. And then, like, I remember that, <clears throat> uh, that you know, is in control. And I can't be in control. Because me in control is a lot of freaking chaos, a lot of drama. Mm. And I remember when I went through step three and then was moving forward on the red road. And I was like, you know, I was right around six months, seven months recovery, getting closer to that year mark, maybe eight, nine. Uh, I was waiting for some drama. I was like, yeah. it's been too peaceful, you know? Yeah. And like, you know, when we're in our addiction, they're like, okay, that drama comes, you know? Yes. Because we create it. And then like, next thing you know, you're in an argument with somebody or you're like beefing with somebody or, you know, blah, blah, you're cussing somebody out. And I was waiting for it to come. I was like, okay, it's it's you know it's gonna probably happen any moment now. There's drama. I I just felt like I was right around the corner. I was like right around the corner, but it never came. And it hasn't. And I'm just like, because I'm not creating it anymore. Mm. You know, because I turned my will over to my higher power. I'm not in control. I'm not effing things up. Creating drama, a lot of uh, self-inflicted pain too. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, and and I know this is going to sound funny, but like I keep thinking about my toe, right? <laughs> yeah. And we'll use that one for today. So, like, when I'm talking about self-inflicted pain, I could have went around, hobbled around on that foot, waited for something to happen on its own, or I could have went in there and tried to do my own little operation, just mess myself up. Yeah, but. I just said, okay, I got to go find someone who knows what they're doing. They have the tools. They have the expertise. They have everything it takes to get that out of there. Mm -hmm. And then I take care of it, and it'll grow back okay. Mm. It'll come back better. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just a weird kind of analogy. but no, I kept, it makes I mean, sense. It I, fits. I, I kept thinking about that because. It hurts before it gets better. Yeah, and, and because what I keep hearing from all three of us is, like, it's a lot of self-inflicted pain. Yeah. Mm. Right, and because because it's us, mm -hmm. we're the ones that want to be pushing the buttons and taking charge and yep. have our hands on the wheel, but <clears throat> we can't, and we just keep hurting ourselves. So to finally surrender to that higher power and say, "Hey, this hurts. Can you help me get rid of it?" Mm hmm. First, we just keep hurting ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> As I know, man, it's not just one time, it's all the time. <laughs> Where did you ever get that one? <laughs> I can't tell you. It's a bad one, huh? It's not just one time, it's all the time. <laughs> no, that's a great analogy, though. Perfect. The toe. Hey, prayers for healing for your toe, yes, Randy's sir. leg. I got some. I got an ingrown toe now too. So prayers for that too. <laughs> Go to see that guy. Uh, I'm good. I'm good with my own surgery. <laughs> like, I'm all right. Yeah, I'm all right. <laughs> yeah. Right. What was I just talking about? What was I just saying? No, I know. I need to. I need to. So I will. I will. It's not that bad. I mean, you, the needle, uh, but other than that, yeah, I work at a hospital now, so I should probably <laughs> utilize. <laughs> Just, just go Is that one of the benefits you guys get, uh, get uh, to see them? Yeah, I mean, I could. 
It'd be real easy to set up an appointment, is what I mean. See, so oh no, but uh, yeah, uh, nah, yeah. I mean, I, there's just, insurance and stuff. You can just go out. Hey, have you seen a podiatrist walking around? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Huh? See what uh, I did there? See what I did there? Uh, Start to get to know podiatrist. Huh? <laughs> I see. Uh, two then, pets for that. Hey, so I have this problem with my feet. I know. <laughs> like sitting there talking um, over the over the water cooler. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, can you take a look at this? Yeah. <laughs> you, you come to my office, okay? I gotta show you something. <laughs> <laughs> Started getting to know all the doctors, their specialties. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, give me some air horns. How about this? All right, all right, all right. man. Hallelujah. Ooh, child, things are gonna get easier. Ooh, child, things are gonna get brighter. JC. <laughs> Someday. <laughs> Do your doo-wop. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> hey, no, thank you guys for um, bringing your perspective as always. Yes, thank sir. you for uh, step three, man. That's powerful. Uh, when we're willing to do that, it's a beautiful thing, and just move forward in a good way. Willing, willing. Yes, 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 yes. The willing part, very important. Uh, any closing words from YouTube, Podgotti? Oh, thank you for being us with seventy episodes. I give a shout out to the boys, high school team. Oh yeah, uh, thank you guys for listening, man. Um, shout out to the Lotsgrass Indians on their. Th- Third, on their way to three Pete baby, baby, baby. Got any shout outs you want to do? I just want to shout out all the little people I had to step on to get to this point. <laughs> I hope you guys are recovering peacefully. <laughs> and ask for your forgiveness at this time. I ask for your forgiveness at this time. For I knew, I knew not what I did. <laughs> Hey, that actually came out right, huh? Yeah, that's right. right. That's right. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Who let the dogs out? Woof! 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 Do you know dogs are actually breathing in when they're barking? Are they? Yeah, they're not breathing out. Huh? Oh yeah. Oreo. Yeah. That's Oreo right. had surgery today. It was a success. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh man, poor Oreo. I should have kept them. I don't know, put them in a jar or something. <laughs> At least give him a bag yeah, on, like, on your mirror. <laughs> Mental warfare on him. Oh. <laughs> yeah, uh, Oreo's a gilding now, so. Ouch. Uh, Ouch. I, I was going to repeat what I said on that text, but nah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to give a shout out to the Plenty Coup Warriors, boys and girls team, uh, Arrow Creek. Yeah, keep balling, keep battling. It's good. It's good to see you guys have some success out there in Mouth City. So it's cool. I'm watching. I support you. And shout out to the Lodgegrass Indians. Keep doing work. Unspoken words got your back. And with that, we out, yeah? Yes, sir. All right. We I pres- want to give a Deuce. shout out to all those listeners who are listening right now. Thank you. Uh-ho. Uh-ho. In listener land. <laughs>
in listener land. Wherever uh, listener land thank is. Oh, uh, thank you. We just appreciate you. Oh, yeah. All over Flat Earth. All over. Oh, we love you. That's really weird. Oh, good game. Thank you for listening to us. Keep good gaming. Keep, keep. <laughs> 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 All right, we're out. Hit me with that beat, that son. That's really weird. Deuces. That's really weird. <laughs> Josiah Mo Fire, aka Mo Hugs Not Drugs. Thanks for tuning in. Peace.